For this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. God is good and he is greatly to be praised. Happy Saturday, everybody. Pastor Ro here with Worship and the Word. I'm kind of in uh, commute mode here, so we're going to do this moving, if that's all right with y'all. Um, so if you hear the seatbelt beeping, it's because I'm in the car. <laughs> um, so real quick, this song has been in my spirit all day. Um, much needed reminder that I do have the victory. Um, praise with me as we get this get today started.
we definitely have the victory. That was I got that by Anthony Brown. No, I do not own the right to this music. I'm gonna go ahead and pray, and then I'm gonna hop into what I have for us today, and then we're gonna enjoy our Saturday evening. Father, we thank you. God, we give you glory. We give you honor. God, we give you praise. Lord, you are amazing. God, you are great. There's nobody like you anywhere, God. If we can search the heavens high and the earth below, we still would not be able to find anybody quite like you. God, we thank you that we already have the victory. In spite of what it looks like, in spite of how we feel, in spite of what's going on around us, God, we thank you that the victory already belongs to us. God, we thank you. God, you are good. Father, you are awesome. God, we thank you for your word. God, we thank you for the things in your word that are, are your word itself that's meant to lead us and guide us and show us the way that we're supposed to go, what we should do, what we should not do, how we should act, how we should not act, how we should respond, how we shouldn't respond, and all that wonderful good stuff. God, we thank you for that. We take things day by day, flesh dying daily, Lord God. Remember. You are amazing. And you are great in Jesus' name. We do pray. Once again, it's Pastor Row here with Worship in the Word. Pastor Team of House of Worship. I'm kind of in transit mode at the moment, so that's why we have audio and you might hear the car in the background. But hey, it's all good. We're going to get this word today and we are going to go on about our um, week. If you caught my live on uh, Wednesday, um, I was speaking a little bit about um, a couple of things, but the main thing I was talking about is gossip in the church, right? Um, I kind of quoted a couple of scriptures while we were on there, just reminding us of how we should be as people, how we should be as Christians, how we should be as believers, right? Being morally sound, having integrity and all that good stuff. So if I can, if I may, for a topic, watch your mouth, simply put, right? You got to be mindful of what we're saying, how we're saying what we're saying, our delivery and all that good stuff, right? So if y'all go with me to Proverbs uh, 11, chapter 13, verse of course, I'm reading from the NLT version. A gossip goes around telling secrets, but those who are trustworthy can keep a confidence, right? So gossip in definition. It's in my phone, okay. Gossip in definition is basically when you're going around talking about things you shouldn't be talking about, right? When you're running your mouth, talking about things that you should not be repeating to someone else, right? So along with gossip, you also have slander, right? Um, sometimes we mix up gossip and we mix up the word slander. We kind of throw them in there together. Sometimes they coincide, sometimes they don't. Because you could be gossiping about somebody. You could be talking about something you shouldn't be talking about. And it could actually be true. It's possible. It's possible that you're, you have facts. It's possible that what you're saying might actually be legit. But should you actually be running your mouth? Should you actually be saying what it is that you're saying, right? But on the other hand, we have slander. The word slander means you're basically you dogging somebody. You're talking about somebody negatively, but you have no facts. Everything you're saying is false. Nothing you're saying is legit, right? So a gossip goes around telling secrets. When you're talking about something you shouldn't be talking about, you're telling things that you shouldn't be telling, right? So when you're talking about somebody in a manner that's not befitting to the things of the words, to the things of the Bible, you're most likely 99.9% of the time you're saying something that you shouldn't be telling. You're telling something that you have no business talking about, that whether you know it or not, you need to keep your mouth shut, right? Just like me with my discernment, I learned a lot of things and I know a lot of things. A lot of believers do, right? Because the Lord reveals things to us. You see things in prayer. Uh, God shows us different things, but does that give me the right to go behind that person's back or go behind the Lord's back, so to speak, and start running my mouth? 
just because the Lord revealed something to me, that is, is it okay for me to go and say, guess what I heard about someone? So whether it's from the Lord and Holy Spirit telling you or whether you heard it or whether you saw it, it doesn't give us the right to go around telling somebody else's secrets, right? But those who are trustworthy can keep a confidence. I know a lot. Um, I think I shock my friends oftentimes when they'll tell me something, be like, oh, I already knew that, right? And either the Lord revealed it, my discernment picked it up, or somebody else came and told me something they shouldn't have told me, right? So that's uh, Proverbs 16, 28. A troublemaker plants seeds of strife. Gossip separates the best of friends. How many times, how many situations have we been in where we are talking about something or we said something negatively about something or something that was true and it messed up a friendship or relationship that we had, right? We thought we had the best intentions. We thought we were doing things in the right heart and in the right mindset, but we opened our mouth at the wrong, we opened our mouth at the wrong time and the wrong situation got out and it was our fault whether we owned it or not and the friendship or relationship got messed up, right? How often are we put in predicaments to where we have to immediately use our discernment and say, mm, can't have that conversation with you. Mm, that's going to cause a problem. That's going to cause a conflict. Mm, can't talk about that with you right now. When are we going to get to the point that we remember that the tongue can bring death and life? Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Proverbs 18, 21. There's power of life. There's the power of life or death in our tongue. We have to be mindful of what we are saying how we are saying what we are saying, when we're saying what we're saying, so who we're saying what we're saying, all of that matters. It may seem like a lot. It may seem redundant. It may even almost seem remedial. But at the same time, as adults, we do it. I I've been guilty of it before, too. I do my, my friends know nowadays I'll shut stuff down. That's not a conversation I'm having. Are we praying after we talk about this? Because what are we talking about this for? Why are you bringing this up to me? What's, what's the result of this conversation? If the conversation we're having is not bringing anything good out of it, what's the point of having a conversation? I no longer get joy. I don't think I've, no, let me rephrase. I don't think I've ever gotten joy out of dogging somebody else to make fun of them to get a laugh out of it because I know what I've gone through as a child, right? I was that kid who got made fun of, right? I was that kid who got talked about. I was that kid who got laughed at and all that good stuff. So how do I know how it feels when people say things Sticks and souls and break your bones, but words made never harm you. That's the most false statement ever made. Most false to me, it is, in my opinion, in my most humble opinion. Words do hurt, especially when you're, you're such a thinker as I am, and growing up the way I did, and hearing the things I heard. Words do hurt. They have an effect on us if we allow it to, though, right? I don't believe we uh, understand the power our words have. Granted, we're responsible for how we receive anything sent our way. At the same time, how and what we deliver, how and what we say, what we say, and present things to others really does make a difference, right? Are we being like Christ? Are we, are we spreading love? Are we adding to someone's life? Or are we taking away from it? Does our level of discord supersede the amount of peace we release on a daily basis? Whether we want to admit it or not, we are held accountable and responsible for our actions, right? So that's basically watching your mouth, right? And making sure when you're saying things, if we're discussing things, we shouldn't be discussing, we stop ourselves, right? We're not bringing discord or strife or things of that nature into the church, right? We're not causing problems. We're not causing issues. So we don't know who we're pushing away because we want to run our mouth. 
I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> I can only be myself. We don't know who we're discouraging because you you talking so you're gonna talk about this person to me and then not expect me to believe a thing. You talking about me behind my back the same way you're talking about that person. Make it make sense, right? Make it make sense. What example are we setting? I got kids watching me on my left, my right, my front, and my back. What do I look like sitting down, dogging somebody, especially in front of them? Make it make sense. My kids at work, I stopped them immediately. Oh, did you hear about someone? For instance, one of my um, old students, I worked with a behavior program. Their name came up when I was doing lunch duty. I cut the conversation off. They're not here to defend themselves. Why are we talking about them? But, but, but there's no but in that conversation. Conversation is over. Talk about something else. You will not sit here and discredit somebody, child or no child, peer or no peer, and they're not here to defend themselves. When are we going to grow up as believers? When are we going to take responsibility for our actions? When are we going to, whether you have a whole plethora of knowledge or whether you have a minute amount of knowledge, when are you going to take responsibility for yourself and be like, look, I said it. I shouldn't have. How can I do something different, right? A gospel goes around telling secrets, but those who are trustworthy can keep a confidence. Can God trust you with his secrets? Can God trust you with people's secrets? Can you be trusted? A troublemaker plants seeds of strife. Gossip separates the best of friends. I don't have time for my mouth to be separating me from the few friendships I do have. I don't have time for my mouth to make my, uh, my ministry or my calling or my life be looked at in the manner that it should. That's not what I'm about. I haven't been, haven't ever been, and I don't plan on being that now. The few people that I do talk to, our conversation is limited on what it's supposed to be, and we keep it pushing. Because what, what Pastor Rowe doesn't have time for and will not allow in her ministry is discord and strife, gossip, and mess. We got to do better. We have to do better. So, Father, I thank you now. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the truth of your word, the realness of your word, the meat of your word, and that we use this, your word on a daily basis to function in the manner in which you would have us to function, God. So we thank you that we take this to heart, that we're not taking it personally, but we're being convicted in a manner so that we are changing how we are acting, how we are responding, how we are doing things, especially if we're saying it's for your kingdom. So, Father, you are awesome, God. You are great. And in your name we do pray. Amen. Listen. Um, ways to sow are in the description box. Today was short and sweet, but the point got across. Um, if you do have a desire to sow, I promise you, you are sowing on good ground. Listen, I think I believe I believe I did post the schedule for September. I will be going back in person one uh, Saturday a month for now. And so the Lord leads me to do otherwise. So that'll be the fourth Saturday of this month. I just made my weekend extremely busy, but it's okay. First Saturday of the month, we'll be here in the building at 5 p.m. The other Saturdays will continue to be on live. Appreciate you all for tuning in. Share the video. Share this with somebody. Make sure, uh, allow somebody else to be blessed by the words that were said today. You guys are great. You guys are awesome. Appreciate you. Have a wonderful afternoon.